0: The Royal Rumble has come and gone, and I just wanted to share some of my thoughts with you since we have not done a wrestling pay-per-view review on the ch- channel for a while. And I'm going to be honest. I have some mixed reactions. I wanted to wait to today to record because I figured my stance on the pay-per-view might uh, change a little bit. At f- first, I'm going to be honest, guys. I thought the pay-per-view was extremely mid boring Didn't live up to expectation, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, maybe some interesting things came from it, so I want to talk about it. So let's get into the first match, because that's one of the ones that I changed my mind on the more I thought about it, and it was the Women's Royal Rumble match. So I'm going to be honest, this match, at first I thought was under, overrated, boring, sloppy, didn't have the surprise factor and just kind of felt like a waste. But the more I thought about it over the night, I'm like, "What? Maybe he, I'm wrong." You know, yes, was it sloppy? There's a lot of botches, but you know, have to think about the bigger picture than that. You know, they had some debuts. You know, Jade Cargill made her WWE debut, looked excellent, was featured very well, you know, Looked like a star in there. They made her look like a big deal. The crowd was excited for her. She was about the only thing the crowd was excited for. I think watching live, the crowd kind of gave me a sour taste in my mouth during the whole event. But now that when I'm thinking about the wrestling itself, the Rumble match wasn't too bad. Jade was showcased really well. Her and Bianca looked like a million bucks. That's going to be a WrestleMania program. I can't wait for that. Jordan Grace, the TNA Knockouts champion, was in the Rumble. So they did that back to back years. If you remember, like, Mickey James was in the Royal Rumble last year, Jordan this year. And I'm glad Jordan got the chance to showcase her talent. She's a superstar, a stud. She looked like she fit right in with the women's roster in the WWE. They, you know, didn't make her look like just some outsider that they just threw out of the ring real quickly. You know, she got some eliminations. She took a KOD, Bianca's finisher, on the hardest part of the ring, ring apron for elimination, you know. So it took a finisher to get her eliminated. They made her look strong. She looked really well for a person from another company, a champion from another company. They still treated her like a champion, even if it wasn't at being one east champion. So Jordan Grace was a big surprise. That was great. Jade looked great. Those were kind of some of the bigger highlights for me. You know, Bailey won. Bailey was kind of the Iron Woman. She lasted a very long time. She now kicks off the uh, program. I'm gonna assume with EO Sky here soon. You know, there's some people. I feel like, and let me know, guys, in the comments. Do you guys think? And I've seen this kind of floating on Twitter too, X. Do you guys think that the lack of good fame songs in WWE kind of hurt some of the superstars? Because some of the superstars got some really late reactions or no reactions at all because people couldn't tell who was coming out. I noticed that in both Rumble matches. Do you guys think that, you know, it, I think that theme songs play a big part in a wrestler's identity where you can, you know, when you hear the gong... You think the Undertaker? You know the Undertaker's coming out. When you hear the broken glass, you know Steve Austin's going to come out. When you hear the trumpets, you know John Cena's going to come out. You know theme songs really help a wrestler and kind of help connect with the crowd. So when it's a bad theme song and you have, you know you can't know who's coming out, whether because they're not on TV or the song's just not good. It really hurts the wrestlers' reaction. I think you see that in the Royal Rumble more than anything. Because there was a lot of times the crowd was dead for most of the superstars. Or they gave a really late pop to the superstars. So that's just something to think about for Duddy in the future. I think there's, I think the people they wanted highlighted in the Women's Rumble got highlighted. I think it was built. The Rumble match, I thought, was built for the Women's one around a couple people. And they showcased those people really well. Bailey. Jade Cargill. Bianca still looked really good. And then um, Jordan Grace, despite being an outsider, still looked really good. Ivy Neal had some cool spots. You know, with the, you know, holding them up with the Brain Buster. You know, they had some power spots. So maybe her and Jordan Grace. If they could ever do kind of an intermatch again. I'd like to see Jordan Grace and Ivy Neal have a match. If they could ever do that again. You know, let her come back for a match. If they want to break that fourth wall actually have a full one-on-one match on WWE programming. That would be cool. So I think there's some possibilities. You know, of course, you know, it was sloppy. You know, like Maxine Dupree, I really like Maxine Dupree. But she really needs some work in the ring. You know, I was not thinking about the right things. But now after looking back, the women's match, Rumble match, did what it needed to do. It got the spotlight on the right people. It showcased the right people. Made certain people look like a million bucks, like Jade Cargill. Made certain champions, even if they're outsiders, like Jordan Gase, Grace, look like a million bucks. So, if you look at the bigger picture and the storylines they were trying to tell, the Women's Rumble did what it needed. It's, you know, so it elevated the EO Bailey feud that's going to be happening. That feud's going to be sick. I don't know if. All of us are ready for the turn that Damage Control is going to do on Bailey. My guess is that it's going to be pretty brutal and we're going to get face Bailey back. Which is good. Bailey carried the pandemic era when there was no crowds. I'm glad to see her hopefully finally get her shine now that the fans are back as a baby face. It would be fun to see. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm curious to see what the next step and how they're going to approach that now is. I have a feeling it's going to be like a Batista thing. I've seen this comparison too where EO, Damage Control are going to try to get Bailey to go to Raw and challenge Rhea. And it's going to be a thumbs up, thumbs down. Bailey's going to challenge EO at WrestleMania 40 in Philly. So I would rate the women's Rumble match now. I fell it a D to maybe a B. Because it did all the things it needed to do. The rest, obviously, were in there kind of as fillers, but that's kind of like a lot of Royal Rumble matches. They have the stars that they want shown. It did that. The second match, and I'm surprised this was the second match, was the fatal four-way for the WWE Championship. The Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, versus the Viper, Randy Orton, versus L.A. Knight, yeah, versus the phenomenal AJ Styles, this match, it was good, but, it you know, I love Roman. I'm a big Roman fan. I'm a big Randy fan, you know, LA Knight. Love all those guys. I thought it was going to be a banger, but the more I thought, it's just hard with Roman matches right now because you know the predictability. You know, when you already know Roman's going to retain, it just kind of makes it hard to get into it. I will say I did like that, you know, Roman kind of won on him Cleaner finish for once. You know, painting AJ style is pretty much clean with not really any help. I mean, Solo interfered earlier after Randy hit the cool RKO on everybody's spot and he RKO'd R- Roman in very almost free count before Solo pulled the ref out, I believe. That was about the only thing that was any interference, so I give credit. You know, it was a pretty clean match. You know, I think if I was to do the match, I'm going to be honest. Because I think the men's Rumble missed some of the fan crowd pops that would have gotten from like LA Knight and Randy. I would have done probably just AJ versus Roman and let LA Knight and uh, Randy be in the Royal Rumble so we could have those crowd pops. Because putting two fan favorites in a title match, you already know who's going to win, takes away from the Royal Rumble stardom. So, match was good. You know, Roman won as we already know. You know, one clean, which is surprising. AJ took the fall, but that makes the most sense. LA Knight's still super over. You know, you don't want him to lose back-to-back title matches. Randy just came back, so him taking a fall would have not been great. So, you know, to help elevate Roman's title reign, get him to WrestleMania, AJ is probably the right person to take the fall. So, that's about my thoughts on the title match. Um, Up next, we have Logan Paul versus... Kevin Owens for the United States Tell. Really solid match. The back and forth trash talking during the match is good. KO seems like one of the better opponents for Logan Paul because he has the same kind of energy. He's not afraid to talk back. So the interactions were fun. You know, very physical. Very physical match. But the ending. The ending was uh, unique. And at first I didn't like it. I'm going to be honest. So you had that manager guy come back. Logan Paul's manager. Had to brass Nux. Tried to get him but to Logan, but security and all that. Tried to stop him, you know. I don't know why it takes, I don't know what it is about WE security and referees where it takes 10 of them and 10 of them can't even get one random manager guy out. It takes that long to get him out. I'm just saying. If they're my personal security, they probably would be fired. That's just me. That's just Dustin speaking. But, you know, during all that, he, Austin Fury and Grayson Waller came out. And he was able to hand the brass knucks to one of them. And was, I think it was Fury. I may be wrong. Maybe it was Waller. But I think it was Fury. Fury tried to throw the brass knucks into Logan Paul. But Kevin Owens cut it off. And he got the brass knucks. And this is where it gets interesting, that Chat. I mean, chat. Why did I say chat? Streaming me, sorry. This is where it gets interesting. So, KO, he gets to Brass Nucks. He puts him on. Turnabout's fair play. Punches Logan Paul to Brass knucks, Goes for the pin. You think it's over. One, two, and then the other three. You thought was inevitable. But somehow, for once in a lifetime, a Duddy referee had a pair of eyes. And he saw, the referee saw the brass knucks on Kevin Owens' hand and disqualified him. Therefore, and still, United States Champion Logan Paul. Kind of a unique finish. When is the last time we've had a DQ referee actually catching something? Referee actually doing their job and seeing the brass knucks? Obviously, I'm assuming they're going to run it back at Elimination Chamber, which I'm okay with. It's been a good feud. They work well together. I know a lot of people don't like those kind of sloppy finishes, but, you know, kind of getting the referee involved, referee actually seeing something, it was different, it was unique, so it wasn't a clean win, but at least it was a different kind of dirty finish, so I I liked it. At the end of the day, I ended up now I think I liked it. It helped elevate the story. It was different. Maybe they're going to start having the referees not play dumb all the time. You know, maybe the guy, maybe that referee needs a raise, I don't know. Obviously, he passed the vision check. Maybe the others need a vision check. I don't know. But congrats to that referee for actually catching something. Congrats to Logan Paul for still retaining the title. And KO, I love you and I... But you got caught, buddy. So, can't wait to see. I'm assuming they're running back at Elimination Chamber in Australia, so it should be fun. Lastly, we got the Men's Royal Rumble. Again, kind of like women's rumble, I left with a pretty bad taste in my mouth. But this ending kind of raised it for me at the end of the night. Because I was swerved by it. I wasn't expecting Cody to win. I fully thought CM Punk was going to win. I thought that was CM Punk's Royal rumble to lose. And if it wasn't him, I thought I'd be Goomfer. Cody was a dark horse, maybe. But I didn't think no way they would run Cody Rhodes back-to-back years. But I was wrong. I was wrong. And this, and I forgot to mention there's during the Women's Rumble, but there was two things I think that soured it when I was watching Lifetime. The crowd, I let the crowd's reactions kind of ruin it for me, but also the nostalgia factor. Obviously, as an old wrestling fan, you know, the Royal Rumble used to be, you know, the big surprises, the big returns. You know, things like that, what legend was gonna be in there, what superstar from Rare Company it was all about the returns and the debuts for me. You know, the nostalgia. I gotta drop that mindset. You know, this is I Triple H spent a lot of time showcasing his roster, who's on our roster, kind of getting them in front of Duddy Universe's fans, and that's what he should be doing. The old school mindset of everything needs to be nostalgia and everything needs to be returns. I need to drop and a lot of other people for drop or it will ruin a lot of things. So I want to own up to that. You know, I let nostalgia and oh, I want to see some big guy return. I want to see, you know, whoever get a big nostalgia pop. You know, so we can get all excited, go home happy or whatever it's called. But it's not supposed to be about that. It's supposed to be. About the winner gets to go to Wrestlemania. And that's exactly what Triple H did. He built a lot of Wrestlemania storylines. When you think about it that way. The Rumble is a lot better. And you can't let crowds ruin it. I know I'm sure a lot of people will say. That it was louder in person. Didn't come through very well. But I think that's also a baseball stadium set. Baseball stadiums in the WWE. I feel like have never been very good. So. I own up to that. So, think about that, getting past my pride. I would say the Men's Rumble is probably a B. I think, again, like the Women's Rumble. It showcased the right people. The ending was a swerve. Braun Breaker came in and clean house. I heard, because there was the rumors. Everybody knew there was a rumor. Brock Lesnar was supposed to return to the Men's Rumble, and he did not. Because I'm assuming of the allegations of Vince, and apparently he had some of it things in it. we're not going to get into that so i was wondering who was going to be the brock lesnar in here because you know brock every year comes back and you know there's usually like 10 12 guys in the ring and he clears out six or seven of them so i was wondering who's going to fill that role and i think they picked the right person to do it Braun breaker i saw on the internet dave Meltzer. i don't know how credible he is but i think he might have been right on this one and said bron breaker Fulfilled the Brock Lesnar rule that he was supposed to do. Come in and clear house. And Braun Breaker looked like a million bucks. They did a good job representing him. He looked strong with the spears and the eliminations. Glad to see him get a good showcase. Because I believe Braun Breaker is going to be a star. So he was showcased really well. Um, Cody was showcased obviously really well. Goomfer. I'm trying to think of some other uh, surprises that were in there. The surprise factor wasn't there. That's why I mentioned earlier. I think that LA Knight and Randy and stuff being the fatal four way took away some of the star power from the men's rumble. I'd have had them in there and maybe just in like AJ versus uh, Roman. But, you know, Jay Uso had a good thing. It was cool to see Jay and Jimmy be one and two and start off each other so you get that rivalry kicked off, brother versus brother. Unique way to start it. You know, you had Drew. You know, going after CM Punk in the Rumble a lot. So, that storyline. You know, Cody, you know, and Punk were the final two. You know, they had that exchange on Raw. That was really good on Raw. And then they had it again in the Rumble. And I don't think those two will be done. So, that was good. Triple H did a very good job elevating storylines. A lot of storytelling in the Rumble. And I think that factor's missed. And I also forgot to mention during the Women's Rumble. I like... That they now show the times of how long each superstar has been in the Rumble on the side. So it's cool to see who's kind of doing Iron Man things. It's also great to see Nick Khan sitting ringside enjoying the product as a fan. If you don't know, Nick Khan, I think, is kind of the CEO right now. And, you know, I think it's great. Um, Cody wins back-to-back. He will now go on and face Roman Reigns second year in a row. But will Cody finish the story this time around? I think they wanted Cody to win, so the rumors of Dwayne taking his spot, The Rock, can kind of be silenced. Obviously, The Rock wanted to wait another year or something. So Cody, I guess, was the best option. But now the other question I was asking this on X: What's next for CM Punk? Let me ask these questions, and the you guys write them in a the comment. So does Cody finish the story? Do you agree with Cody Rhodes winning the Rumble again? What's next for CM Punk? Does Seth Rollins and CM Punk still happen at WrestleMania main event night one? Let me know in the comments. What are your guys' thoughts? I still think it happens. But I also don't know if CM Punk and Cody are done. It's kind of funny because CM Punk's you know, mouthing and saying at the end... I didn't wait 10 years to lose the Dusty's kid just for him to go lose to Dusty Rhodes' kid. Come on, Punk. Love you, but, you know, you kind of gave it away to finish a little bit. And then, you know, you're sitting there pointing at the WrestleMania sign. And maybe they also don't want Punk for Rumble because yet, you know, for Cody to finish the story. But Punk looked a little rough, I'm going to be honest. His cardio wasn't very good in the Rumble. You know, he hasn't... I think this was his first televised match. You know, I know he's been doing live events, but I think this is his first televised match, so I don't think any of us knew exactly how he'd look, but he'll get back there. He'll get back in shape, but looked a little rough. But... hmm. Swerve. You know, some cool... Again, they showcase the main eventers. They're putting forth the main event storylines. I think Cody is a safe option, For winning too, because I don't think they know Seth Rollins' status, so I think they want to solidify a main event with Roman. So at least one main event solidified until they figure out what to do with Seth and his injury. I think maybe that also played to the finish, because if Seth can't go, what do you do with Seth and Punk? I think Seth and I think Punk wins at Elimination Chamber. But we can get to that on and I think we're about to get a desperate, maybe even a heel CM Punk run because he's going to have to figure out now, how do I go to main event of WrestleMania? I didn't come back to be anything less than the main event and I failed at the Royal Rumble by maybe my own self-arrogance on that. So, it's time to get desperate. I have to get the Rollins on somehow. It's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. The uh, second year of Cody trying to finish the story is going to be interesting you know. There's a lot that came from this Royal Rumble. When you think about it a deeper. A lot of storylines. A lot of questions. I think they did a good job. So I was going to say a C- minus for my final rating of the Royal Rumble yesterday. If I did an instant reaction. But I think I'm going to give the Royal Rumble a B. I think the swerve. The thought process. When you dig deeper into the storylines. I think that elevated the paper. per grade. They did good on that. I think the... They showcased the right people, and they made the right stars look at it. And once you drop the old-school mindset of everything needs to be returned, we need all the nostalgia things, and you think about what the goal is and how they, you know, we've been complaining, myself included, about how they need to do better and start getting nostalgia pop and showcase their actual roster. And then I was, I'm being here a hypocrite with the Royal Rumble and saying they wasted it, you know, we can't get everything. You know, they showcase the roster. I mean, that's what they should be doing. It's about going to WrestleMania and not getting a nostalgia pop for, what, Jerry Lawler or something like that. But overall, I think it was a B. I think when you go into the bigger picture, everything that needed to be accomplished got accomplished. And we're here to do the road to WrestleMania. So let's we'll see how the Elimination Chamber does. See how they elevate the rest of the Mania card. And look forward to the journey. Hopefully you guys enjoyed Leave a like and a comment, and leave your thoughts in the comment section. Did you enjoy the pay-per-view? What did you enjoy? Did you not enjoy it? And what did you not enjoy? And what do you think's next for all the main eventers like Punk, Rollins, Cody, Roman, all of them? Thanks for listening, guys, and stay golden, my friends.